Well, if you've been pondering politics this week, well, well, to be honest, everyone's been pondering politics this week, so there's been a general election, so you can't really miss it. So tonight is going to be the election special, and Andrew's ill. I'm ill. And he's got a lempset. I have. So if you hear, like, little I, bits of slurpy noises throughout I can, the podcast... I can find your sugar, though. I have to have sugar in my limbs because it tastes vile. Okay. Well, I found it casting sugar and icing sugar, but not normal sugar. That's just, that's the same sugar. It's just cut differently. Yeah, but it's... Anyway, go on. <laughs> <laughs> Do we need to start this again? No, no, I thought it was fine. <laughs> okay, fine. Right, okay, fine. Come <laughs> Right, all right. So, uh, oh, pottering politics, a general election special. So we had a half an hour of kind of reflections and um, recriminations and or... And congratulations and all this, all that from the kind of the general election, looking at it from various different angles. So, so where would you like to start? The fact that Labour got whooped. They really, really did. Not wasn't even. I think last week we were talking about. I don't know if we actually did predictions or not. But I think I think we like. We said we think we were talking about conservative majority. Will it be small? Will it be workable? Will it be how, how big yeah. will that majority be? I think I said from memory, small uh, conservative majority. So I lost that one. Yeah. I think I said highest turnout ever, even though it was quite high, it wasn't the highest turnout. Yeah. I mean, when I say ever, I mean in modern yeah. times. I got that wrong as well. Mm-hmm. It wasn't in the 70%, so I think it was still in the 60s. But that's still decent for modern times. Yeah, but I said like 75 or It's certainly not low. No, exactly. Um, what else did we say? We said next Labour leader if Labour lost, but that hasn't been sorted out yet, so we can't really say if I'm right or wrong on that one. What did you say? I think you agreed. I think, that, yeah, I think, really I think we, we we agreed that it was likely to be a conservative victory, but what we didn't see coming was this just absolute landslide. Yeah, well, it's technically not a landslide because you know if you look at an, an actual landslide, like Blair had a, a, like four hundred seats. Yeah, uh, for yeah, and it's ridiculous. So, so it's not a landslide, but it's, in modern times, it yeah. was, it's an unexpected push, and by a governing party as well. This isn't like an unpopular government being turfed out and replaced. Yeah, because when Blair did it, he did it against. The conservative, conservative party yeah, so that's been in power for a very long time. Very long time. This is this is a uh, this is a, a party that has been in power for coming up on ten years, if it's not ten years mm-hmm. already. Yeah, and has had unpopularity. Three different prime ministers, the mess of kind of Theresa Theresa May's premiership, and now has yep. been re- returned with power with a massive and nearly increased majority. Yeah, um, it's 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 bizarre, um, and yet understandable when you look at all the factors of, of leadership, of Brexit, of what's happening kind of in the country, when you look at the state of the opposition, when you look at kind of all the different kind of mistakes. So so let's start with that last question. So why did the Conservatives win? Why did Labour lose? Why did the Liberal Democrats lose? There's kind of three different questions there. So let's go. Kind of, right. Let's pick them out. Where well. do you want to start? I don't mind. Okay. Lib Dems? We'll okay. start there. Since, so Lib Dems lost their leader because Joe Swinson was uh, lost in her seat. In why? Why? What's the causes? I, my opinion, yeah. obviously can only give my opinion, which is the opinion of the street, by the way. <laughs> The street man. Uh, it is very a little sniff there for everyone. Remember, I'm ill. Um, that the fact that they just went to democracy and they said, no, no, we're going to revoke Article 50, yeah. and it's just you can't do that. Again, I've I know Remainers, not not you, other Remainers. I do talk to other people, pardon me. Huh. Um, and they said they voted Remain, but if there was another Brexit election, they would they would vote to leave because of the whole that's just flying in the face of democracy and also i think their their position was too extreme it was it was although, although I, I don't think it is democratic undemocratic to do something with the general election result because it is representative democracy i think it can be seen that way and i think it can put people off and i think it can be if they had gone just for the um a second referendum i think that would have been a far less controversial policy i think unfortunately joe swinson who it, it's it's great to have another female leader around it's great to have a bit of youth around she did fine but nothing more than fine and actually no. she had a really bad 
beginning of the campaign. I think there was a question time appearance where she went, she came across really badly, and there was something to do with um, the polls saying that the more people saw of her, the less they liked her. So, so leadership again was an issue, which we'll, which we'll be coming back to with Boris and Germany. The, the um, thing, uh, as a Brexiteer, the um, she she came out near the beginning of the election, I think, and criticised the Conservatives. And saying that she'd never forgive them for holding the Brexit referendum. Well, they voted for that, and they exactly. And there was a clip that came out shortly after that. This is right near the the, the beginning, yeah. and um, that came out that she stood up and completely agreed in the House of Commons with even before the Brexit referendum, yeah. saying that they should have a referendum and, and things like that. For me personally, and, and they were dishonest out. as well. Like we talked last week about dishonesty and trust and. Um, I think Labour seems to seems to win the most honest party award for this election, although they failed at everything else. Um, but both the Conservatives and the Lib Dems, which surprises me, will have dishonest party leaflets, dishonest accusations, like you were just kind of saying yep. there. Um, bar charts, but yeah, all the bar charts, and and um, so they they had they also kind of fought a rather kind of unpleasant campaign. And I'm not really sure what their message was. I, I was reading an article earlier that was saying that one of the Labour's problems was that they 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 almost got so excited about their manifesto and the, and the possibility of power that they just put all of the policies in the manifesto. Mm. And then so when people were kind of saying, well, "What do you stand for?" I remember John McDonnell being asked. Um, he was on an interview. They kind of said, "So uh, succinctly, what does Labour stand for in this in this campaign?" And he 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 went, "Oh right, well this and this and this, and we want to do this, and we want to do this, we want to do this." And the guy's like, "So you haven't got a short, snappy phrase then, like for the many or not the few?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, but it's so much more than that. Oh, and climate change." <laughs> and, it, and I think also the Lib Dems had that issue as well. Like other than Brexit, uh, Remain, I should say, what did they stand for? I know that they put all their eggs in the Remain basket. Absolutely, yeah. Which they and, did and that backfired. Which is quite contrary to Tory's situation with Brexit. Um, so that wasn't great. Um, why did Why did Labour? Ooh. Where do we begin? There's so many different avenues. I mean, well, let's put it on them then, and then go into the movement. Right. So, anti, anti, the anti-Semitism allegations that they still can't shake ten years on. Yep. Too too good to be true. Uh, some would say, sorry. Too good to be true. Manifesto with lots of freebies everywhere. Just too many policies. They needed yeah. to strip it, strip it right back. I mean, yeah, and I go. Leadership is a huge one. But going to the policy thing. I mean, I mean, free broadband was great. But who asked for that? Who before that was announced? Who went? Oh, you know what I really want? Free broadband. I want free broadband. Yeah. I don't want the streets to be safer. I don't want the the, the, the rubbish to be picked up more regularly. I want free broadband. No one yeah. said that. Why? It's, a, it's an unnecessary policy. It, demand, it, it commanded the news for a good three or four days. And, and there's also that. this thing with Labour is that because Labour will always be under more analysis than the Conservatives because of the way the media is set up and because of the kind of history of financial um, mistakes, let's kind of call them. And so, so Labour has to do this. Whenever they have a manifesto, they have to cost it out down to the last penny. Yeah. So they're always going to say, well, where does that money come from? And so it's in their interest to promise less. Mm. Like, just go for five or six things, make two or three of them your big priorities, maybe yep. even just two, maybe even just one, and just make sure that bit is solidly costed. Done. No one's going to go, there's no one that's going to go, oh, man, shall I, shall I, I'm a caught between the two, wait a minute, free broadband. Or even just one more of their policies. Yep. Um, and also, they had too many policies that I think that were controversial as well. Like, it, like their NHS was, the, was their top card. I'm not, I'm not that, that's, they should have gone, it, it, it gone, gone for that. They did well with that one. But they also had loads of things in there, like um, renationalizing various industries. and Which, um, again, not a lot of people are asking for. Not a lot of people are asking for. And, and it will put other people off. And, and that is a socialist stroke Marxist kind of thing that the other sides pick on and say look there you go I mean I, I mean I know it sounds terrible to say it but if you even if you are planning on doing those kind of things 
you don't need to put them in the manifesto. We have a representative democracy. You're voting for a for a person and a party. Once that party's in, you you vote for them. They can more or less kind of do what they want, unless it's so controversial that their own party kind of goes yeah. against them. So, so write a manifesto which is designed to be accessible, accessible, easy. Not put people off yeah. with a few key things. Um, leadership. Yeah, Corwin. Um, how did he come across since the last election to now to you? Grumpy. Yeah. Um, like, like everything bugged him. Like, can I ask you a quick question? Oh, oh what? Ow. I saw I saw this meme on Facebook, and I got the point I was making. It was the old um, uh, Jeremy, not Jeremy. What's his name? The guy, uh, the guy that's Willy Wonka in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, but the new one. And he's like, he, he works with Tim Burton all the time. So I'm really thinking Johnny Depp. There you go. Sorry, Johnny. Oh, there you go. I didn't get to send him, but I helped you. Yeah, he did. Uh, Johnny Depp. It's the, Johnny, it's the one where Johnny Depp's holding the small child, and and Johnny Depp's like, oh, no, oh, on, on, on the park bench. Yeah, on the park <laughs> yeah, bench. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh yeah, we vote for this, and, and the whole country's gone to hell, and and the and, and, and the kids like, well, why has it gone horribly wrong? And don't you love me? And he's like, oh yeah, but I voted for the Conservatives. Oh, well, Dad, why'd you do it? Because Jeremy Corbyn has wonky glasses. And <laughs> and and the thing is, it's stupid. And 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 but the thing is, Jeremy Corbyn. For, for probably four or five reasons is really is harder to vote for than other people one of which is he's grumpy two of which he is, is he comes with an enormous amount of baggage because he's been a protest MP throughout yep. his entire life and so these those things where they say he's friends of terrorists and all those kind of things I, I think those accusations are unfair but the point is because he's lived that life he's open to those accusations in yep. a way that There's other people There's pictures of aren't. him with the wrong kind of people Yeah and he has been in various locations where they were were having memorials of things, and I'm sure he. I'm, I hope I like to think he wasn't there for those reasons, but he's still open to those accusations. Yeah. Um, he also has that complete inability to answer an obvious question with the obvious answer. Do you think anti-Semitism is bad? I think all racism is bad. But do you think anti-Semitism is bad? I think all racism is bad. Just say it. Um, and then, and then uh, it's a physical thing, and we might come back to the Jess Phillips on this one. But like, his glasses are wonky. He just put. A lot of people on the street would say, if he can't sort out his glasses, yeah. how's he going to govern the whole country? Yeah, and it, like, one of his... <laughs> I know that's silly, but One side of his glasses always seems to be fogged up, which mm-hmm. might be the type of glasses it is. I'm yep. sorry if, that, if you have foggy glasses. But it's... But you, there is an element to which you're voting for a prime minister. And obviously Boris Johnson doesn't look prime ministerial, and I get that. But Jeremy Corbyn also doesn't. Yeah. Um, and I don't know what other reasons there, he, there were. He, I... I think a lot of it is the, and I don't mean this to any Labour listeners, that I'm sure you are lovely, lovely people and stuff. And I, for the record, I voted Labour as well. But a lot of people, the loud minority, are very unlikable on Twitter and stuff like that. If you, <laughs> you if can't you, say that. I, I am, I'm sorry. You, you just literally, you, you try to debate with them or you know, I've seen conversations going through and they always end up, well, you're a racist scumbag then. And it's like, what, really? Come on, you can't keep coming at every argument with, oh, well, you know, you don't care about poor people and you, you, you're making fun of the poor and you're racist and you, I bet you voted Brexit. There is an element of you're either with us or against us. Yeah. Which you don't get from the middle in the same way. Um, and, and it's the whole point of, I think, it wasn't just Jeremy Corbyn, a lot of the people around him. And I was more in this camp, more of the people around Jeremy Corbyn, mm. I don't particularly like. So, well, he, he, I mean, I read a lot of the kind of political newsletters around, that mm. are around, and, and they often seem to be accusations that he kind of surrounds himself with this kind of, there's the, the momentum group, but he's also got quite a close group of advisors that are very extreme in, in, yeah. in, in particular views. And, but also, maybe not even extreme in their views, but also but very controlling. 
and like all these things about MPs kind of leaving or um, MPs being deselected and, and, be, and there, there was one thing saying that they were more interested in this is probably a complete exaggeration but are accusing them of being more interested in taking over the, the party than taking over the country well I'm going to not name any names or areas but uh, I know someone who was quite well established in a particular area in the Lake Bay mm. and I spoke to them mm. and they just backed up everything you said. It's like that that left centrist kind of group have completely been pushed, and in all votes, in all even minor areas in mm. in minor er, like areas within areas, it's just everything is this momentum group that's coming to all the 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 the, the, the meetings and everything, mm. and are just completely pushing everyone away that aren't in their group. So it's either with or against us, that kind of thing. Again. And so and, I've, I've heard that. And if you're gonna be left wing, and I mean like you know like socialist kind of left wing you've, you've got to almost be a uh, go with me on this one but you've almost okay. got to be a kind of a whiter than white jesus figure because you're because what you're promising is something very very magical and special and you're you're trying to persuade us that you can do this and that, there's no proof that it's ever worked before. well yeah it's all that kind of stuff but, you know, but if you're going to come along and be like you know i'm going to give the world free broadband and nationalization and this and that you know a lot of people are going to be like, oh gosh so you've got to be in control of your party enough charismatic enough yep. um you know you you have to be an exceptionally popular politician to make people kind of go oh i'm not sure that's possible but okay i believe in you yeah. you know you know like a like a, a justin trudeau kind of character mm. or uh, you know you know because so, yeah, he's well apart from you know the unfortunate pictures well yeah but you're um, gonna be someone that will make people feel comfortable with the leader and and corbyn and his team is the opposite. That they're actually they have those kind of like slight, those policies which are worrying with a leadership that is worrying, yeah. which makes people even more worried. Do you think? And not to be ageist, do yeah. you think age was uh, a factor? Because you look in a uh, John McDonald, Diane Abbott, Jeremy Corbyn, um, and all of them, I would say, not being spring chicken myself, would be definitely not very appealing to the youth to, to convince youthful generation that can vote that socialism is the right answer um no i actually disagree with you completely okay. on that one because i know actually, why, why, why make because, a statement because last last election in 2015 there was a there was claims that there was a kind of a youth quake and that jeremy yeah. corbyn was kind of riding the votes of the youth they said that this time as well um, before the, before but, the, I, but i think then the uh, analysis afterwards showed that that wasn't necessarily kind of true but also if you actually look at the groups that are more excited about corbyn's policies it is the young, mm. and one of the things you might get to later is actually the biggest defining vote factor of how people voted was age. So, so no, I don't think. Um, I think Corbyn's age and other than ages would, would it comes into play with the fact that they find it very hard to change their minds. Yeah, like not quite as nimble verbally, and like some of the interviews, we were both screaming at the TV, going like, "Just say this, just apologize," <laughs> and he just doesn't seem to have the kind of the, the mental dexterity to be able to keep up, and that might be affected by his age. But I don't think. I don't think his age in of itself is making him more or less popular because actually he was he was more popular amongst the young than Boris. Which is which is strange when some of the those same voters wanted to uh, as as an answer of under eighteens having the vote, wanted to take away the vote from seven year olds and, and sixty five year olds. <laughs> well then when, when, when the leader was seventeen, I think, I believe. That's awful. But, it's, but yeah, so I think leadership was a was a huge thing. He's that he was the wrong Guy, and the problem is, I think because of what happened in 2015, where they did better than they expected, there, mm. there was, there wasn't enough momentum, ha ha ha, <laughs> to 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 replace him with someone, even someone else with the similar policies mm. that was, was just would be more palatable. 
because of what happened in 2015. But I think I think 2015 has shown itself to be the the anomaly, not 2017 or 2015. And if you look at the Labour results, um, the, the last time they did anywhere near getting to power was 2010. It's Gordon Brown. Gordon Brown. Yeah. When you still that's Gordon Brown, and that's Gordon Brown, <laughs> and, but that's still when you've got effectively still a version of New Labour. I mean, Brown was had lot, had dropped the tag by that point, but we're still talking in New Labour policies. So what we're actually showing is, disturbingly, we've got Labour in in 2010 almost win, and then in 2015 they lose, and then in 2017 they do a bit better, but they still lose, and in 2019 then they lose worse. So you've actually got a party in decline. So two questions there for you. Number one which is modern terms, not, not, not the historical, recent mm. historical. Do you think if they come out with a clear cut, actually we're going to respect the Brexit vote, do you think they would have done better? And secondly, do you think the more left they go, the worse they're going to do? Because what was, in your opinion, with that the second question, do you think um, Ed Miliband, was he... He was definitely left of Gordon Brown, but he wasn't yeah. as far left as the... Yeah, I'll answer the second one, and then you can answer the first one, because I'm, I'm not sure on the Brexit one. Okay. Um, the second one, yeah, I think the further left they go, the less electable they get. That doesn't necessarily mean they could never win an election, because, you know, if, if, the, if the, the government, which at the moment is Boris, gets so unpopular, then it's still possible for them to do it. However, you don't want to win an election because you're less popular. Yeah, but, it, but in short, yeah, every time Labour has gone to the left, hard to the left, 19, the, the 1970s... Uh, sorry, the 1980s, yeah. um, and then the, the, the modern period. Every time they have gone more to the left, the, the electorate has rejected them. Um, and there seems to be, I think, I think Blair was talking about this at one point, or, or maybe, maybe it wasn't Blair or someone, but someone was kind of saying that there's this kind of left-wing mythology that goes, oh man, we lost because we were on the left. Oh, we've lost. But you know what the solution was? It wasn't because we were on the left. It was because we weren't far enough to the left. So if only we go a bit further yeah, to the left, th- then, next, we'll win. then we'll win. <laughs> um, which is... Which is essentially, I mean, look at look at the Ed Miliband election. I think the Ed Miliband election is actually a really important one because that's where you go from Gordon Brown to Ed Miliband, and Ed Miliband is to the was seen as being to the left of Gordon Brown, and mm. he was like, oh, he's the left one. Yeah. And then you get to 2015, and he loses, and so the party goes, well, we clearly weren't far enough to the left. It's like, no, 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 you're but too far to the left can't already. You see, can't you see that more right Gordon Brown did better? Did better. More right. <laughs> Tony Blair um, did even better than Gordon Brown. Which raises a secondary question is like, are you there because you believe things or are you there to win elections? And that's a big topic, which is probably another thing. But there, if you go for a more left-wing leader, that might well be what you ideally believe. But then don't ever expect to get any of your policies in. And then really, why are you there? Yeah. Um, so yes, in, in short, the further left they go, the less likely they are to win an election. And it's not impossible, but I don't really see happening. Brexit. Do you think if their Brexit policy had been different, that would have made it? I think they still would have lost because they were in a very difficult position, according to some of the the seats they lost. That the the youth, all the new members, which probably momentum have brought mm. with them, um, the young younger university kind of student yeah. kind of you know, idealistic workforce yeah. all tomorrow, <laughs> those kind of people, they were very much remain. As all the, the figures show, the younger you are, the more likely yeah. you are to vote remain. But in the heartlands of Labour mining territory, yeah, they call it the Red Wall. Yeah, the Red Wall. They were all, not yeah. all, but mainly yeah. Brexit areas. So it was, I think it was a bit of a damned if you do, damned if you don't. Because what, what's the alternative policy? I think if I was Jeremy Corbyn, I would have on, said, "Let me just put your glasses on a little bit wonky." Yeah, they're, they're wonky. Let me just take my tie off. And I hate the Queen, uh, but, <laughs> but um, no, I'm joking. Uh, the I would have come out and said, "Look, I 
have to respect the referendum, which he did initially start mm. that, and then say, but the deal I'm going to get is going to be very closely, it's going to be a soft Brexit, we're going to be, you know, your travel is going to be protected, blah, 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 blah. So you are saying, look, we are going to leave, try and, because you're not going to please everyone. So you'd have taken out the second referendum and just gone? I would have taken out the second referendum. Mm. I said, I'm, I'm going to get a really soft deal. It's going to, we're going to leave uh, uh, Europe. It's going to be, we're going to be in control of all blah, 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 blah. Mm. So then you're going to please that, that red wall, as you said. But, we, we're going to protect all your young people's rights. We're going to get freedom of movement to a certain extent. Maybe workers' freedom of movement opposed to unlimited freedom of movement. Say what you need to say to try and get into power, to be perfectly honest. But not this whole confusing, we're going to get a deal. A new and, deal. A new deal. And we're going to get it in three months, despite everyone taking months and months <laughs> to get the other deals. And then we're going to campaign against our own deal. Our own deal. Yeah, it makes sense. It, yeah. it doesn't sound scrutiny. And, and then the other thing is because they were going up against a party that was... With a very clear idea of what yeah. they wanted, get Brexit. Done. I mean, the face of the Brexit referendum. Um, if you don't count, like yeah, fraud. yeah, um, and it was, yeah. The, uh, I'm not. I don't know if changing their Brexit policy would make a difference because if they'd gone full on Remain, I think they might have done. If you're talking, if you're just talking electorally, they might have done better to just go second referendum campaign to Remain, because um, then they might have hoovered up. They would have. You're basically abandoning. Cut more Liberal Democrat. Yeah, and maybe Green. But that was only what 13, 12, 12 or thirteen. I can't remember. What any. seats? Yeah, uh, seats not many, but vote share. Hi. Yeah, but vote share. Yeah. Um, but then again, but you're not going to Hoover up. But this is this is when you've got that double whammy of problems for them, is because they're not going to Hoover up the moderate votes, the moderate Remainers, because the rest of their policies were far were far more left wing. Yeah. yeah. So they're still going to um, be clashing against the normal. And so you, you, so you have a situation where um, you conservative Remainers with a small C, or even a capital C, mm. conservative Remainers actually w might consider voting Lib Dem and probably did vote Tony Blair or consider voting yeah. Tony Blair, but would never vote for a Jeremy Corbyn-style yeah. party. So, so they were probably screwed. Well, they got themselves in the mess and now they have to work their way out of it. They, they, I'm not sure who the they is, but the, the, the factors combined have, with momentum taking over the Labour Party and installing a left-wing leader who had unclear Brexit, Brexit credentials, and you put all these factors together, and yeah, they, they were screwed. And in many ways, they still are. They, I mean, because especially since so many of their moderate MPs have either not, have either left already mm. and failed to win re-election, because yep. they all failed to get back in, um, or were deselected because I, know, I believe, as far as I understand it, the new crop of MPs that they have got, which isn't very many, are more of the momentum side. So, so I think the whole party has been rebuilt in a image. So, I mean, we, should, we need to talk about why the Conservatives won, but just to finish on Labour, this upcoming leadership election is, I think, going to be very important. And I don't want to make any generalisations and, and say that I know the future, but my assumption and prediction would be if they go for a, a younger Corbyn, that you might as well just write off the next two or three elections. Which is crazy, because you keep in... I mean, Boris Johnson now has unlimited power. With a, with an 18 majority, he can more or less get anything through. Well, just, just think about it. If you've got Boris, for all his strengths, but Boris is seen as a more extreme politician. Extreme is probably an overused word and probably not quite appropriate here, but he's not a moderate middle-of-the-road politician. He's not seen as that. He may end up being that. We don't know. because you know, He but, but, used to be, when he was mayor, a lot of people... Yeah, so he, we, this is, we'll, Boris, we'll, Boris, we'll come back to Boris Factor. But if you'd had Boris going up against someone who, would, who was just seen as a lot more... I mean, I mean even Boris versus Ed Miliband. Hmm? Boris versus Gordon Brown. Boris versus Tony Blair. Like, 
Like, I mean, you can see that fight being at the very least competitive, at the most probably yeah. in the favour of the moderate in the middle. But Boris versus Corbyn, you're, you're, you're asking people to choose between two quite extreme positions. Um, and normally conservatives will win that fight because if you've got a choice between extreme one and extreme, extreme one and extreme two, you're going to go for the one that actually seems the more status quo like, like the one that's going to be less risky. Yeah. Which and, is, and, and Boris, by definition, is tends to be the conservative. Yeah, if it was a an Ed Miliband, well, let's use Tony Blair. If it was a Tony Blair and a Boris, Tony Blair seems the safe pair of hands, and also is able to communicate his ideas better. And I don't, I don't, it's just, it's just, it is what it is. So why did Boris win? I mean, I mean, first, I mean, congratulations. I mean, wow. Yeah. I mean, that campaign they ran, it worked. It worked. It was absolutely good. Absolutely worked. It was that, that advert we spoke about Get last episode. Done. Absolutely, that that did it. I reckon that pushed come, him over. Come on, home. Get Brexit done. <laughs> Just come on, come on, enough now, enough now, come on, Brexit. But, but that's the thing, what did they stand for? Get Brexit done. I know what mm -hmm. they stand for, I know what their main policy is. They they didn't screw up like Theresa May did by putting honest policies into the manifesto yep. and having people criticise them. They countered the NHS criticisms by, by going straight and going, yeah, we're going to fund the NHS as well. With we, dodgy we, figures, but they still did it, yes. Um, sure, but they still but they still headed off that. Yep. Uh, Accusation that they, they, of course, they screwed up along the way and there were mistakes and there were problems, blah, 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 blah. blah. Um, but they also were very disciplined. Like there was that guy that had the rape issue that we talked about a yep. few weeks ago, yeah. or the accusation where even the guy wasn't. The guy wasn't accused of rape, but the guy, he was accused of he knowing just, someone that had had an accusation yeah, a long time he, ago. And he spoke quite defensively about the the the, 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 the person being accused. Something, but he, he was, he was, but he was gone, gone the next day. Good old uh, um, Mog. And got an As soon as they had a, an, an electoral liability, that person disappeared. Marc Francois, as, as as well, was was uh, was gone. Yeah, they were just gone straight away. They they they, had, they ran a very disciplined, um, clever campaign. Yep, and the the message obviously cut through. Get Brexit done. Even though people at the time of, of the debates and stuff like that, it was a very different image of people going, "Ah, oh, stop about getting Brexit done." But it obviously worked. Yeah, um, and then. And then you've got this amazing result where Boris not only wins traditional conservative places, but he wins the Red Wall. Yeah, absolutely. Well, there was that um, a BBC article uh, story, and it was the, the fishmongers when he went to the fishmongers, and, and that was in yeah. one of those areas. Yeah. And he interviewed a few workers, and they went, oh, no, we're, we're voting conservative because we want to get Brexit we're done. Get Brexit and uh, we don't think Jeremy Corbyn like, cares about the working class. He just cares about his... Far left social ideas. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know anyone around here that's voting Labour now. Well, you, you, and that was weeks ago. Well, you were saying that one of your um, friends was was mocking you for like having any kind of Labour connections at all, and, and like, oh, like, my, like a working class my, guy was, yeah. was mocking you for <laughs> you voted Labour, and it's like to, for a working class person to use you voted Labour as a, an insult. Yeah, shows how much voting behaviour has changed, and, yeah. and the the pop, the alliances have changed. So when I went to work for the first time since the election, yeah. it was it was all joking. I wasn't bullied. Everyone, yeah. don't worry. <laughs> but it, oh, it was around oh. like, oh, there's the Labour loser. Oh, did you vote Labour then? Did you? Did you? Ah. It was yeah. that. It was that kind of joke, joking around Labour. Yeah. It was like, well, well, yeah, I did. But oh, oh, you stupid idiot! What do you expect? Oh. And they, yeah, and these are all working yeah. class, down to the earth, salt of the earth kind of people. Well, you go back twenty years, and you'd have got beaten up for voting Conservative. Oh God, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what? what? You some sort of tosh, puff, push. Whatever. <laughs> so, I mean, make a prediction. Like, like, is is Boris going to get Brexit done? Is Boris going to be this one nation conservative? Well, he's, he's this he healer of all wounds. Um, I'm not sure healer of wounds. It, it all depends on the other side. And I'm coming from the Brexit side, mm. but from from social media and the the 
the the left bubbles are looking the left echo chambers they are still in complete denial about reality in my mm-hmm. opinion they still think that there's a chance to stop brexit they're still saying well if you add up all the remain parties like i spoke to you just before we started recording so, for, the, for the podcast explain what that point is the point is is that if you count all the votes and for all the remain parties mm. uh, against all the votes for the brexit parties then remain one but in the general election. In sure. the general election. Right. And they did this, They, they when I say they, I mean Remainers. Mm. And when I say Remainers, I don't mean all Remainers. Most, all like statisticians, I mean, if it, I guess it, if yeah. it is, is they, it a fact. They, they, they look at the figures and, no, it's not a fact, because it depends if you count. We've spent a large portion of even this podcast saying about how Labour's Brexit message oh, so it depends. Up. it depends if you count Labour if, as a... As if a, it suits their argument, yeah. this min, minor vocal minority yeah. kind of... If it suits their argument, Labour Party are all part of the, the right side and you can mm. count the numbers. And if, if it doesn't support their argument, they dismiss it mm. all the time. They, it's just you see this over and over. So, yes, if you count Labour as a Remain party, then yes, that is true. Mm. If you don't, which I think, in my opinion, you shouldn't count them as a Remain or a Brexit party because just so confusing. Well, their policy was coming down the middle deliberately. Yeah. deliberately so, deliberately. if you're going to say they're down the middle, just remove them from the equation, then it's not true. But mm. we saw the same argument. In the um, in the European elections, yeah. where the, the Brexit Party, the Tories, and Labour at that time was still a respect the referendum, mm. but they started counting Labour as a thing to support their argument about. Oh, if you add up all the numbers, it's still no, it's done. But I I, I think that going forward, I, I can't see much changing. Like I can't see the Labour Party changing enough to win the next election, and I can't see the Tories. Um, I can't, I, I mean, right. So today he has said that the vote will be on Friday mm. for the withdrawal bill. I mean, they're, they're gonna so that will go through. So he will get Brexit there. done. Will he get Brexit done by the end of 2020? Is it at the end of 2020, is it? I don't think that necessarily matters at this stage, though, because he's... Well, that's what the, the focus is on now already at this stage. The, 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 From the, the media. But, yeah, but I think in media. terms of, like, he has the majority now. It's not going to be a question now of if... He can get Brexit done. It'll be oh, the withdrawal thing will go for on Friday. Yeah, without so, a shadow of doubt. So that's on that side. Of it. I mean, as, as as a person that's more on the, on the Remain side myself, like I think there is no way now. I, I can no longer see a route to remaining. And so in my head now, I've kind of got to admit, uh, like just going to just got to uh, what's the what's the, uh, resolve yourself to mm. it. You know, just going to go. Well, it's it's going to happen, and let's and, and hope it comes to be a, a moderate a Brexit, I guess, or a, a soft Brexit. And we, we saw Roy Stewart a few weeks ago, and he was he he. Uh, Roy Stewart. Roy Stewart was a Remainer, and but he was he was arguing that Remainers should have thrown their weight behind a soft Brexit and got behind it because then we probably would have had a soft Brexit already, like because they yep. would have gone because it uh, and probably a version of Theresa May's deal, a version of Theresa May's would have went, yeah, uh, would have gone through. through yep. um, but now the result for a Remainer is now that because you were because very many, many Remainers were holding out for Remain, because now this election has pro- has given a result which is. Very definitively Brexit. Yep. Um, it's likely to either be a very hard Brexit or even no deal Brexit if if, if Boris can't get a deal. It's, it's it's highly unlikely. I think Boris wants a I deal. I think but. with that, yeah, I I think with that majority, he can actually go back on the we will get the final deal done by the end of twenty twenty, and it will actually touch the sides. I, th- I think he can now. He's got enough majority and enough flexibility to basically get the deal that he wants with the EU's permission mm. um, it, he's no longer going to have restrictions from Parliament because I believe he had all the MPs sign up to say that they'd support whatever before he put them in the, uh, to running for the seat so, he so even, even if sign. he gets and even if he gets 10 rebellions now he's still got enough yeah I think, I think 20 and he's still, he's still yeah. got enough um, so I mean comparing that to Theresa May uh, it's just so different so 
So that's where we're at. Um, the other thing to, to probably finish on is that the the big indicator of how people voted was age. Um, again, that, and that did come out, that did prove to be the case. It wasn't where you live, it wasn't your education, it wasn't your views on this and that, it wasn't your job. It, if you were younger, you were far more likely to vote for a Remain party. If you were um, older, you were far more likely to like, vote Conservative. Um, the, the only other indicator was whether you were a Brexiteer or a Remainer. If you were a Brexiteer, yeah. you were almost certainly going to vote Conservative. And if you were a Remainer, you were almost certainly not going to vote for Conservative. But, crucially, those percentages were far more mixed than Split on, between the, on the Brexit side. Split, but also there were Remainers that voted Conservative as well, whereas there weren't really any Brexiteers that voted Labour. Mm. Labour completely failed to cut through on those arguments. Do you think, j j just really quickly, I think it's definitely noteworthy that a lot of, uh, if not all the party hoppers, lost their seats? I think it's noteworthy. It's, it's definitely noteworthy. Chukar and is not an MP anymore. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's huge. I mean, I mean and, and so many have gone. I mean, it, it has been a massive changing of the guard. Um, guard. Um, the, <laughs> the, yeah, I, th I think it shows, it reinforces the problem with being. It reinforces the fact that mo for moderates right now, there's no home. Yep. No, neither a political home nor a party home nor a place where you can get elected because of a voting system. Um, yeah. Cool. We're done. done. Yeah. That's that's it. It. So, I mean, I guess as the remainer, I said, the whole election and <laughs> left on that horrible. No, no, I'll, I'll, I'll finish on another one. So okay, as, cool. as a remainer, I'm disappointed with the result however i'm not sure i would have been comfortable with a, with a labor win because of all the reasons well, we've talked about as a brexiteer that, yeah. are you happy with the result uh, when the when the results came in i think i would have had the the same feeling and it was a very strange feeling when those exit polls came out i was like oh it was like a little bit of relief and a little bit of sadness because mm. the, again like i've noted on a few podcasts <laughs> now i didn't want to vote labor because I didn't believe in Labour. I didn't want to vote Conservatives because of the history. Not because of Boris Johnson and him having arguments with his missus and how many kids he's got. I don't care about any of that nonsense. Well, he doesn't know, anyway. You can't ask him. <laughs> but it, it was just the history of the Conservatives, and mainly since the 2010 party, yeah, uh, David Cameron. It's what they did I'm angry with the Conservatives about. Mm. Not Thatcher, because I was a kid, and not, not Boris, because, you know, whatever, mm. he's done wrong. It's just, it's just that. It's just the history, and I still, I still feel the effects of the the cutbacks to mm. the public sector. So, if that never happened, I would have easily ticked the Conservative box. Mm. But I just went Labour because of that history. So, how do you feel about it? I, I think I'm a little bit relieved. <laughs> I, 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 I say that it, it's very, very hard for me to say. Uh, but it, I, I think if Labour came in, I would have went. Oh, at least we haven't got a Conservative government. But God, what's going to happen now? Mm. <laughs> it, it, I think it would have been the same. I didn't want to vote for either. This is what you're saying. I'm very centrist in my in my politics mm. and everything else, and I didn't want to vote for either. Mm. But I wanted to, to to be a part of it. So, well, there you go, people. How do you feel about the election result? Are you delighted? Is it time to get Brexit done? Are you appalled? Certainly, when you go on Facebook or on social media at the moment, everyone seems to be one side or the Voting other. Voting or in complete denial and having a meltdown. One um, or the other. One, one, one or the other. Um, and if you haven't seen it, obviously, clip of the week, uh, David Cameron talking to a tree. Um, <laughs> yeah, look go it up. Google that. It's a great clip. Um, and if you can't giggle, then you might cry. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next week to pod us some more politics.